0: Hey there, and welcome to In My Words, Jumo Health's podcast series that brings the experiences of real patients directly to you. At Jumo Health, we provide resources for children and families to understand, manage, and own their health. Sign up for free at JumoHealth.com.
1: I suppose I do have a sick day, but i have like a, a routine... Wake up, do your insulin, do your bloods, have your breakfast, have your medication. That's me. Whether I'm sick or not, I do it.
2: Hi there, I'm Lee, and welcome to our third and final episode of our mini-series on type 2 diabetes. We've been in Auckland, New Zealand, speaking with Trudy Cook. That was Trudy at the beginning of this episode. She has been sharing with us her story about life living with type 2 diabetes, In this episode, we talk about managing diabetes when blood sugar levels may be harder to control, especially on days when you might be in a bad mood, sick or traveling. Having a good handle on your diabetes is important and staying on top of your diabetes means checking your blood sugar levels several times throughout the day, every day, and trying to keep your blood sugar levels with your recommended range. It also means you need to adapt when things do not go as planned and your blood sugar levels go too high or too low. There are many reasons why blood sugar levels can be harder to control on some days than others. It can depend on what you eat, how much you do, your mood, changes in medication or routine, and even how you respond to stress.
1: I do have days where my blood sugars and all that are challenging, probably because I ate too much fried bread. Depends on what I've eaten or takeaways. I always have a glass of water straight after my meals hoping that will stop it being so high, but no. For me, with the challenges for that, if I've had bad news or anything like that, I go into, what does my husband call it, a world, where I don't care about anything.
2: And what do these bad days look like for Trudy?
1: For me, those days are dark. Majority of the time, I feel like I've failed. Failed myself, mainly. Then I feel that I've failed my family with my sugars and all that are too high and then they look at me and they go what are you going to do about it so I try and focus on what to do about that challenge it, it is a challenge and it's hard for somebody like me especially with the type of foods I used to eat and people are eating in front of me I will go for it and suffer the consequences later.
2: While some stress in our lives is normal there is a fine line between manageable stress and stress that is unhealthy that is Stress that affects our physical and emotional well-being, and even our relationships. Like Trudy said, hearing a piece of bad news can throw everything off. When stressed or upset, we might stop caring about the bigger picture and instead reach for unhealthy comfort foods or get carried away with negative thoughts. And then we might lack the drive needed to take care of our health. For people with diabetes, stress can also cause their blood sugar levels to go up. Learning to manage stress in a healthy way is good for overall being and is good for helping control blood sugar levels. This can be easier said than done. So when Trudy is in a dark place, how does she try to come out of it and take control?
1: What I try and do is look on the bright side of things. I'll try and focus on something good to get me back on that good track. That's what I mainly try and do, is focus. If I don't focus, I've just got to be left alone for a while until I snap out of it. But it, for me, mainly, is I've got to focus, especially if it's challenging days.
2: Another challenge that can make it harder to control blood sugar levels with diabetes is getting sick. Trudy has had epilepsy for 30 years, which is controlled with medication, and has asthma. Unfortunately, these do not get in the way of her managing her diabetes. If Trudy has a cold or is run down, to stay on track on sick days, she sticks to her routine.
1: I suppose I do have a sick day, but I've, like, a, a routine... Wake up, do your insulin, do your bloods, have your breakfast, have your medication. That's me. Whether I'm sick or not, I do it. Even if I have to have all that sort of other stuff, I still make sure I have the proper medication I have to for my diabetes.
2: For people who might have sick days where their diabetes can be more challenging to manage, Trudy offered some straightforward advice.
1: My advice for you is to go see your doctor, to see if there's any different plan.
2: Staying safe when you have diabetes and you are sick is important. A cold, flu, or an infection can cause blood sugar levels to rise as part of the body's natural response to fighting the sickness. This means on sick days, you might need to check your blood sugars more often, and you might need to adjust the amount of insulin you take. If you do not know how to adjust your insulin dose when sick, the first step is to talk to your doctor or healthcare team. But always keep taking your diabetes medication and insulin if you are on it. This is important. Also, you might be at risk of low blood sugar or dehydration. Preventing low blood sugar or hypoglycemia is important if you cannot eat your usual foods. Instead, you can try to eat your sugars from fruit juice, jelly beans, jam, or honey. And if you are at risk of dehydration because you are throwing up or have diarrhea, try drinking large amounts of water or drinks that will help replace lost electrolytes, unless you've been told to limit how much fluid you're allowed to take. While Trudy is prepared and has a plan for sick days, she acknowledged that she does worry about getting sick, especially right now, during the COVID pandemic.
1: Yes, I do worry about getting the cold and flu due to COVID. Yeah, no, I just keep to myself, more or less. I stay as far away from people if I know they're sick. I always wear a mask. I get quite paranoid. I get quite paranoid. If I see somebody with a runny nose or something like that, and, yeah, no, they come near me. And in
2: terms of extra precautions that Trudy takes to avoid getting sick.
1: As long as I've got my mask and my um, hand sanitizer stuff, I'm quite happy.
2: Getting vaccinated from the flu is also an important precautionary measure for people living with chronic disease like diabetes.
1: This year, first time for a long time I've had the flu jab. Only because of my diabetes and with my husband being sick as well, we've both had to have the flu jab. You know, this year's the first time I've had a a flu injection for, I've lost track of how many years. (laughs) But you know, it's not as scary as everybody thinks it is. The
2: flu can be tough on people, and if you have diabetes and get sick with the flu, you're more likely than other people to need medical care. Doctors recommend people with diabetes get the flu shot every year. Getting vaccinated can help protect you from getting sick with the flu. In New Zealand, people with diabetes can get the flu shot for free and the best time to get the flu shot is in April, before the start of the next flu season. If you want to learn more, talk to your doctor or healthcare team about getting the annual flu shot. We're going to shift gears now and move on to a conversation we've had with Trudy about travel. Trudy does travel a fair bit, mostly to visit her family.
1: I go back home, back to Tauranga. I've also been on cruise ship.
2: There can be a lot to think about when planning for a trip, whether it is a short day trip or a longer trip overseas the best approach is to be prepared.
1: What I normally do, I get a list of all the medications and everything that I need to take with me, and that's what I do. I take it off as i put it in the bag for my insulin. It depends on how many days I'm going. I might take two pens with me, or I might take one. With my medication, because I have it in blister packs, I'll take a whole strip if it's for a week or something like that. But I always take extra. Just in case.
2: One thing to keep in mind when preparing for a trip is how active you expect to be at your destination.
1: Oh, when I go back home, I always go for walks around. Because my sisters, they believe in exercise. Yeah, they believe in exercise for everybody else but themselves. You know, I do quite a lot of that, because back home in the country, it's good. It's fresh air, and it's good to walk around and go around and see all the family at the marae and... At the par and yeah. So you, you start for one end and walk all the way around to meet the whole family. By the time you get back to your to wherever your destination is, you're so tired you just go to sleep.
2: <laughs> as Trudy shared with us, eating habits might also change when you're away from home.
1: And as for the diet part of it, you know, you sort of go off your diet when you're back with family. Because mm, if you um refuse to eat what they give you, they'll be um hurt offended by it so i think that's why you walk all around the place after you've eaten at their place so that you can walk it all off
2: when you're away from home and your routine has changed it can be a good idea to check your blood sugar levels more often and if you're more active than normal or your eating habits are different you may need to adjust how much insulin you take insulin is another important consideration from people with diabetes who travel When travelling with insulin, you need to store your insulin properly and avoid exposing it to temperatures that are too hot or too cold.
1: With insulin, what I do, I always have um, a little chilli bin and I have one of those ice packs in it and I just put my pens in those to keep them cool.
2: Trudy's chilli bin comes in handy when she travels outside New Zealand
1: too. I have been to Australia and their time zones are totally different to ours. And I've had the little chili print for my insulin and things. What I do when I go traveling here is what I do when I go over to Australia.
2: If you ever travel by plane, carry your insulin and supplies with you in your carry on luggage. And if you're planning to cross time zones, make sure to talk to your healthcare provider about if and how to adjust your insulin to make up for the change in time. Trudy explained what she does when she travels from New Zealand to Australia.
1: What I do there, because I go on New Zealand time, Sydney, They're behind two hours, so I'll do it like six o'clock there. I'll do it four o'clock over there. But I always say to my son, wake me up before because he goes out (laughs) out to work. Yeah.
2: Trudy is always prepared when it comes to travelling, and she's fortunate to always have had the medication she's needed on her trips, with no unexpected situations to deal with. Preparation. That is how Trudy manages her diabetes while travelling. Put the time in, up front, and it can make for a much smoother travelling experience.
1: I've always made sure I've had everything. I've always had um, a list of what I need. I always plan and prep everything before I even leave the house. If I'm going away for a day or a week, I always prepare everything.
2: And this ties in nicely with the travel advice Trudy has for someone with type 2 diabetes.
1: My advice to you is make sure you're prepared with everything. I always did a list. Always do a checklist. My advice to you, always have a checklist. Make sure you've got every medication that you need.
2: Great advice. So no matter where you travel to, make sure you're prepared. Trudy also brought up an excellent point, that in addition to your medications, make sure you have something with you to eat for when your blood sugar is low. For more information on travelling with diabetes, check out the Diabetes New Zealand website. The website has excellent information and guidance on preparing for a trip and how to stay on top of your diabetes wherever you go. One of the last questions we asked Trudy during our interview with her was the most important skills that she has learned when it comes to managing her type 2 diabetes.
1: The most important skills I've learned is having my loved ones around me at all times. Believing in myself. Oh, willpower is the most important one of all. You've got to have that.
2: Love, confidence and willpower. When Trudy fills her life and heart with these, she has the power to do anything, and she taps into this power to help her manage her diabetes. At the end of our interview, Trudy reflected on how she got to where she is today and how her hope is that by sharing her story, she'll be able to help and support others in some way.
1: I never listened to anybody. If my parents were still here, they would tell you so. <laughs> my wish for being told in the beginning that I had a support person with me. That is my new wish. Getting told by doctors in white coats <laughs> that you got this and you got that. It was scary. I looked at them and laughed, thinking, "Oh, yeah, you just want me to stop drinking." That <laughs> no, it was quite scary. I just thought they were just a bunch of know-it-alls, but not realizing that they were actually saving my life. Being the way I am, never listening to people. I'm glad I listened to my doctors and my nurses at the diabetic clinic. I'm glad that I actually listened to them. So for anybody that gets told that they're diabetic, you've got to go on to insulin. You know in yourself that you will have to do the right thing. Just believe in yourself. That is the right thing for you. And it's not only you're doing it, not only for yourself, you're doing it for your loved ones. Because they're my rocks. It's my loved ones, my grandkids. My husband, my children, you know, I call them my um, sergeant majors. They're the ones that force me to do this, and yeah, you need to be here forever, Mum. So um unless you don't want your kids to tell you otherwise, do it for yourself.
2: <laughs> and for those who think they might be too stubborn to make the changes they need to manage their diabetes, know that it is possible.
1: In my words, managing my type D di- diabetes is Believing in myself, not being afraid, and knowing that I can do it. If I can and I was the most stubbornest person you could come across, anybody can.
2: Thank you, Trudy, for sharing your touching story. As Trudy has shown us, sometimes making the right choice on how to manage your diabetes can be hard and take time to figure out. Even if doing what is right is the harder choice to make, it could very well turn out to be the gift that your future self ends up thanking you for. If you're struggling and would like to speak with someone about the challenges of living with diabetes, there are people who can help and support you. Visit mentalhealth.org.nz for more information. We would like to thank our listeners for tuning into this In My Words mini-series on type 2 diabetes. If you need support to help manage your type 2 diabetes, talk to your healthcare team or reach out to Diabetes New Zealand if you have not already done so. Thanks for listening everyone. Until next time. This episode was created using excerpts from our interview with Trudy Cook. This episode has kindly been supported by Diabetes New Zealand and sponsored by Sanofi New Zealand.
0: Thanks for listening. Interested in hearing something special or want us to help share your story? Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time. The health information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to replace discussions with the healthcare provider. In My Words is produced in New York City and distributed worldwide. In My Words, a Jumo production.